Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, see, you're just mad right now. Hey, Marcus, did my, wa- did my wife cook you breakfast this morning? Once again, that's Brosis underscore McBride. Mike, how you doing from the nursing home? They still got y'all on lockdown. Man, I'm down like four flat tires in junkyard. Macho man, still. Now a part of your morning routine, it's Wrestling with Breakfast. Good morning on this beautiful Friday morning and welcome to Wrestling with Breakfast. I am the host with the most, I am Brandon Turner. And welcome to King of Wrestling Podcast, Wrestling with Breakfast. And welcome, Marcus, the co-host with the most. What's going on, brother? Man, I'm here. You're talking way too loud. Is it morning or what? What are we doing? Is it, it, it is bright it's Friday? and early. It is Friday morning. It's wakey, wakey, uh, hand off, snaky. Oh, okay. All right. Well, here I am. That's where I'm meant to be right now. Here we are. Let me hear that crowd, though, real quick. Yeah, there we go. There we yeah. go. Yeah. yeah, they love me. Now, before we do get diving into some stuff, because I got a bunch of stuff we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about the Japan Cup 2020 night one and night two results. We're going to talk some NXT, which was banger again this week. But not only that, they've banger. got a they've got a stacked <laughs> they've got a stacked card next week. I mean, beyond yeah, stacked. We're going to talk a little bit of independent wrestling. We got the Legends Tournament Finals. We already know who the winner is. We're not even going to worry. Really, we're just going to talk about this second. <laughs> And then we're off to our closing thoughts because Mike has already cast his vote, so we already know what that's going to go with. And uh, but anyway, uh, yeah. let me let me get started off with this. It's good to have New Japan back. You know, yeah. I mean, and I watched these matches in their entirety, and uh, I could I mean, it wasn't the best matches in the world, but I was just excited to see NJPW, and I honestly didn't think the empty building hurt them i thought actually it enhanced their show yeah dude it's funny with new japan like the audience is there with new japan but like the japanese audience is so like respectful and quiet anyway that it it's almost like they don't need to be there so it doesn't really make a big difference that really didn't and uh I checked out the brackets, and a lot of the guys that we were wanting to be in it, they got pulled from it because of travel restrictions. So it's pretty much all Japanese guys and young lions that are entered in this tournament, and old guys that we'll get to that in a shortly. But I'm going to go ahead and go with night one results real quick because – Yeah, break it down for me. All right, first up we had Togi McAvey taking on Yoda – to Suji, I think it's I think it's how it's pronounced. I'm not 100. Uh, 
Tasuji is T S U G I or J I. Well, yeah, he, I don't know. Yeah, the Unchained Gorilla probably took that one, right? You know he did. I mean, he did. I'll say this much though: this match was probably my favorite match on this card. Well, besides the main event, but this one was really good. Um, McAvoy's gonna he he I mean he destroyed him after the fact, but this kid hey he hung in there with him for a little while. But uh, yeah, McAvoy wins it. Next up. We knew this was going to be like, because this is the Colt Cabana of New Japan, Toriyano, taking on <laughs> yeah. Jado. And Jado's been in the business for 31 years, and this is his Dude, first yeah. Japan Cup. Dude's a legend. Dude is, uh, I mean, it's it's Jado and uh, Kato. Gato. Gato. Gato, yeah. It's, I mean, he's, dude, yeah, isn't he, and eh, never mind, I know who he is. Yeah, um, I don't know the results, so I'm kind of going through. Can I just guess every time? Yeah, I, think, I, I, okay, I would like that. Yes, I'd like. I would guess. think. I would think Toru fucking gets the win here with his special roll-up pin for the win. He does. There you go. Show off that DVD some more, Toru. We had a uh, special matchup, which was an eight-man tag. Now, if you watch New Japan, you know they love throwing these eight-man tags together. Yeah, they do. So they, they threw this one together, which was, I don't even know how to pronounce it. I'm going to just spell the guy's name. He's a young line. It's Y-U-Y-A is his first. Last is U-E-M-U-R-A. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> and then you got, uh, he teamed with Eugenia Nagata, Kota Ibushi, and Hiroshi Tanahashi. Okay, I got to say that team won. They took on... I don't even know how to pronounce this. Kane, uh, Kane Mora. Kane Mora. Kimura. Yeah, Kimura. Yeah, there it is. Kimura. Suzuki, Zack Sabre Jr., and Tachi. I got to think Tanahashi and, and Abushi's team would win, especially you got Yuji Nagata in there. Well, you would be wrong. Suzuki, Suzuki picked up the pinfall over the young line. Oh yeah, fuck. I, uh, I can see where Minoru being in there. Yeah, that's a. Well, you know what? Okay, cool. It's an eight-man tag. Yeah, they do their yeah. ten, eight-man tags. Next up in our bracket was uh, Hanma. Hanma. How mm-hmm. you, you know he's been around for. Yeah. Hanma. Yeah, there you go. And uh, Takahashi. Are you talking about Yujiro? No, I'm talking about Hiramu. Oh. Hiramu would have to win this. And he did. Junior heavyweight beat a heavyweight, and it was a good match. Wasn't bad. I just thought it didn't fit Takahashi's style in this one, so but he did pick yeah. up the Yeah, I can see where it probably wouldn't fit a style, but they love him, dude. Oh Evidently, they do. Yes. Like the crowd loves I, I get where he's a big deal. I'm not a big fan of him. But um, evidently, he's a big deal out there. Like, the fans and New Japan really loved him. Oh, and so does the Ring of Honor fans and the American fans. I mean, he's a – I enjoy him. I enjoy watching him. He's got some crazy moves he does. And what he come back from really just made – I think that's what made the fans really love him. Yeah, yeah, what he came back from. It's just I think with with me and him, he uh, he reminds me of, like, some emo kid. Like, it's just (laughs) – you know what I mean? Like, he's kind of like a young Jimmy Jacobs type of character. And it's just like this, I do it for the girl. Like, I love her. 
I don't know. He carries around his stuffed animal and shit. I, I get it. I get his. I get his plight. I just. I don't know. I'm not a big fan. Well, this is the main event for night one, and this was my favorite match of the night: Tomohiro Ishii taking on El Desperado. Wow. I would think Ishii wins this one. And he does, and it was a dog fight, and Desperado had him balls to the wall. I mean, he had him; he took his knee out, and he was just beating him and beating him, and you just didn't think it, Ishii was going to come back, and right there at the end, he hit the brain buster for the win. Nice. Yeah, no, Ishii, I like Ishii. Ishii's one of, my, uh, one of my favorites there. It's kind of like the, the unchained gorilla. I mean, one of those stalwarts, man, you just love. Yes, and I I, th- I already predicted for him to be in the final four, so I think it you know he's got an easy path to get there. I don't think he has too much to worry about because he is the stone pit bull and he's going to take care of business. Yeah, we're moving on to night two, which was a good night. the The right hand bracket looks a little bit more stacked than the left hand, but we're going to get to that. Let's start it out with the uh, young line Gabriel Kidd taking on Taji Ishimori. I mean, I have no idea. I got to say Ishimori wins this. I can't see a young lion making a move on Ishimori. Ishimori pulls it out big time, and he'll advance to the second round as well. It was a good match. They really had it. They had good, some good chemistry in this one. So, and, and I'm a big fan of Ishimori, so, you know, I like yeah. how he pulled this out. Up next, we had the UEMURA taking on Kimura. And... <laughs> That that was a young line again, so I guess you can guess the winner of this one, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and say it wasn't the, the second guy. You mean the first guy? The first, I don't know, whoever the young line is, I said lost. Yeah, he did. <laughs> All right, next up we had another special match. Now, this one was actually an eight-man tag, and it was actually special. It was really cool, and it had one of your least favorite people in it, but you had Sho and Yo in it. Yoshihashi. Oh my god, I hate Yoshihashi. Haruki Goto. That's the that's the first team. The second team is beautiful. It's Bushi, Takahagi, Sonata, and Evil. L-I-J. I gotta go. Yeah, I, I gotta go with the, the heel team with Sonata and Evil and all that. Goto picked up the victory over Bushi. Good. All right, up next was a slobber knocker. This was a hell of a match. I mean, if you get a chance to go back and watch this one, you got to go back and watch these two beat the shit out of each other. I mean, they beat each other, the living hell out of each other. Eugenio Nagata, Minoru Suzuki. Yeah, I bet this was a good one. Goddamn, Nagata's a legend, and Suzuki is basically a legend at this point. I'd have to say, though, just based on, like, what's going on, that uh, Suzuki had to pick this up. Nagata did. Wow. Yeah, I was just as shocked as you. I had Suzuki just a shoe in here. I really did because, you know, I think I, I was thinking the only reason I think Nagata was in this tournament was just because, they, you know, they couldn't fill out the brackets because of the travel restrictions, and I figured he'd just come out of retirement just to do this, you know. But Yeah, I would have never thought he would have beaten. So – Wow, yeah, to beat Suzuki, though, that's like that's a big win. It is, and it moves him in, and right now this was the main event of night two, which is 
you know, it's kind of got a lot of history behind it if you go back and check it out. See, you gotta think maybe at this point, maybe Nagata's gonna win this bitch. He may. Like, maybe just give it to him. Like, it, it, like you throw it, not throw it away, but you throw it to him. Like, I mean, he, he's gonna have the hardest road because if you look at his bracket, he's got like the tough. He's gonna have to fight like major names every time. Yeah. Maybe he, maybe you give it to Yuji. I mean, yeah. that'd be kind of fitting. I mean, that'd be cool. Yeah, it could be. And there's no possible. I mean, no. No impossible stuff here. I think this could happen, and it would. I wouldn't be mad with it. I'd be okay with it. So. No, that'd be all right. Well, up next we had our main event on night two, and that was Kazuska Okada taking on Gato. Oh, well. And they went for sixteen minutes. Good thing. Well, I gotta say, Kazuska is gonna pick this up. I don't think you beat Okada willy nilly with Gato. Will it happen? No, you didn't. Yep. Are you booking this shit? No, I'm just joking. Okada won. Okay, come on. <laughs> like, no, to... no, not in 16 minutes does Kazuchika get beat by fucking Gato. I was sitting there, I was just, I was waiting for the, you know, the fuck no to come out of you when I said Gato won, so. No. No chance in hell that happens. But man, that's... that's... That's Vince McMahon winning the fucking ECW title. Oh, shit. (laughs) That did happen. Uh, Now, we'll say this, though. The right bracket is coming up, and it is looking like... I mean, uh, my predictions right now, you got Hiroshi Tanahashi taking on Tachi. Okay? Yeah. The winner of that moves on to the next round, right? Well, guess who the winner of that next round is going to have to face? Either either Kota Abushi or Zack Saber Jr. If you look at Tanahashi and Abushi are tag team champions. I'd love to see a Tanahashi Abushi or Tanahashi fucking um, Saber Saber Jr. Yes. That'd be that'd be fucking awesome either way. So if you go that route, I think you got to go that route. I I fully agree. I mean, because it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. Well, I mean, Tanahashi's gonna win. I, I mean, I just don't see him losing in the first yeah, round. No, no, so, God no. So whoever wins the Abushi Saber Junior match, that is, it don't matter setting up for a good match in the next round either way. Abushi Tanahashi, I mean, I think I've seen it before, but like, God, that's a good match. Yes. And then you got Taguchi taking on Sonata. Um, man, I got to take Sonata on that one. I, I would too. I'm gonna have to go with Sonata. I love Sonata though, man. I think Sonata is like, very like, underrated. Yeah. I like Sonata a lot. I like Taguchi, but I think Taguchi is um, Taguchi's a Santino Morella yeah. at this point. And then our next one, which either Taguchi or Sonata will have to either face Sho or Shingo Takahagi. Now, I'm going to go with Takahagi on this one. Yeah. I, I love this guy. I think he's just a he's a beast in the ring for his size. Yeah, and, and, and I like Sho and Yo, and I, I, I like what they're doing, them, but those dudes, they have a lot of future. I don't think they're they're what's happening right now. Now, I already know who you're going to pick in the next one, so I don't even really have to, you know, say anything, but I'm just going to say it's Tenzan, Tenzan versus Yoshihashi. <laughs> Fuck Yoshihashi. We're going with Hiroyoshi Tenzan. There we go. And then... The, they will. The winner of that match will face either Yo or Bushi. 
I'm going to go with Bushi. I like Bushi. Yeah, yeah I got to go with Bushi. All right, here's a name you hadn't heard in a while. Kojima taking on Evil. Jesus. Well, I got to say Evil. Okay, um, that's what I'm going to go with. Too. I, I, I mean, I'm going to say Evil, but I mean, goddamn, Yuji Nagata just won. So I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, but do you really think they're going to put two of them no, in there like that? No, I, Nagata's different. Nagata's Ric Flair. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, Nagata's got a lot of history behind him, and he is the legend of Japan, you know. Yeah, yeah. He's he's the Ricky Dozon. He's the Inoki. He's, yeah. And then our final matchup, which either Kojima or Evil will face either Haruki Goto or Yujiria Takahashi. Takahashi, man, like I, I gotta go with Goto. I have I, to pick Goto. I'm going with Goto too. I, I like, you know, I like what they've done with uh, Takahashi there, but uh, I just think that Goto's got this. Goto's another one. Goto's another one that's been around for a while, and and Tenzan, they've all been around for, gosh, I mean, twenty five, thirty years almost. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's it on the brackets. Uh, we'll be bringing you night three and four next week on the 22nd and 23rd and just check our youtube page out just go to king of wrestling podcast on youtube check it out hit that subscribe button and notification bell and you'll be notified when we upload videos uh that's going to wrap it up on the new japan talk but what i'm ready to get into what about some uh nxt baby did you check out nxt this week i checked it out but you lead the way i'll follow you all right, well, we're going to start it out with a hellacious NXT Tag Team Championship match, Imperium taking on Emporium. <laughs> yeah. Brizango, yeah, baby. They came out. God, man, I mean, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I don't mean to interrupt you here real quick, but I'm just going to say this. These guys have done everything that the company has asked them for, and I'm and I would not, I would not have been mad if they'd have put the NXT Championship on Brizongo. I think they deserve it at this point. That's just my opinion. I think they're that good. Dude, dude, I'm not mad at anything that Tyler Breeze or Fandango do anymore. Like, I fucking like them. Like, to me, now that they've broken up the Broser weights and all that, Brizongo is your, is your team, dude. Like, that's your, that's your big baby face team. There's obviously something about them. You know, and, and we can feel it. Yes. And it's like, if real fans are liking it, fucking, there's something going on. Um, I've always been a, a, a town crier for Tyler Reese. Like, I've always liked him. And Brazong, uh, Fandango, you know, I, not always my favorite, but fucking Tyler Breeze to me is somebody they've really dropped the ball on. And I hope they Big do time. something with him. Big time dropped ball. I mean, he, this kid could have been a star. And they could just, have been it. Yeah, he could have been he could have been the Shawn Michaels of this era, no doubt. I mean, he was just that damn good. And then they just push him to the main roster. He's done nothing. They push him back down to NXT. He has a hellacious match with damn Velveteen Dream. I mean, his career is is one of the weirdest, dude. Like, you know, we talked about it before. He had that match with Thunder Liger. Yeah. He had these these crazy good NXT matches, and then he got promoted up. Or not promoted, but you know he got put up to the main roster, and then they just didn't like get it. They didn't get what he was or whatever. 
I think Tyler Breeze is one of these guys that, like, if you just gave him something, he, he could kill it. And it's, it's a shame. Like, I'm a big fan of Tyler Breeze. And it, it's one of those I can talk about all day. It's one of those guys where you're just like, what the fuck is going on? I, I agree with that, too. And, I mean, and Bandango, man, they brought him in, beat Chris Jericho at WrestleMania, and then he just went downhill. And I think these two guys are not just entertaining, but they're really good in the ring as well. They both are. They're both very good. I think Breeze is over Fandango in the yeah, ring, but yeah. Fandango, I mean, God, yeah, he beat Jericho, and he had a good run going for a while there, and it was kind of out of nowhere. They just couldn't find the right girl to put with him, and, like, that matters. And, see, that was that was the end of him, and I don't know what the fuck. Well, up next, we had Damian Priest still have – nursing that injured back that Finn Balor gave him at uh, NXT in your house. He took on Killian Dane, and he did pick up the win, but not without some uh, beat down from Dane. And I don't know what they're doing with Dane. I mean, you you got the guy, you try to pump him up with sanity, you try to do all this other stuff after the sanity deal goes bad, and now he's just kind of floating there. I don't I don't get it. I mean, what what is your thoughts on the Killian Dane situation? I think they realize they've got somebody good with Killian Dane, but they don't know exactly what to do. Cause like, do you make him just another, another bad guy who doesn't talk, comes out and beats people? Cause you got a million guys like that. And unfortunately, his accent kind of might hurt him. Um, I don't know, man. I think he's just kind of getting lost in the shuffle. I don't think it's a bad loss in the shuffle. Like we're like. Oh, and you don't know what to do? I think with Killian Dane, it's one of those where it's like, well, tell me what you would do. How would you get him over? It, it's like a valid question because what would you do? Exactly. That's true. Uh, that is true. Well, up next, we had Aaliyah taking on Zena Lee, or Zia Lee, and Robert Stone, who was clearly drunk. If you watched that, he was, <laughs> he had the beer in his hand just in the package, but he came out with uh, Aaliyah, drug him to the ring with her, and Aaliyah picked up the win over Lee. What, what's your thoughts, and where are they going with Lee? Because, I mean, it looked like they were going to try to do something with her, and now I, I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of confused with this situation. Yeah, I don't know. Um, this whole thing was... It's like, it's like below mid-card shit, and I don't even really care yeah. honestly you know what i mean and we can basically move on from that now what happened next was adam cole and keith lee johnny gargano finn balor they were all in the ring they were trying to set up they're wanting to i don't know are they trying to unify the north american title and the nxt championship because next week we're gonna have gargano versus uh lee versus finn balor for the North American Championship, and the winner takes on Adam Cole in a winner-takes-all match. Yeah, I think, you know, I think um, I think we're going to go this route, bro. I think we get a, I think we get a full-on Keith Lee win. We get a full-on Keith Lee beating Adam Cole. Adam Cole gets the call-up to the main roster. That elim- I mean, who better to beat Cole than Lee? I mean, you've already kind of set up Lee to be this ultimate guy. And then you're going to lose the title to Carrying uh, Cross. I just I think Lee unifies, not unifies, but has, is a double champion for a minute. 
And then uh, you get Karrion Cross in there to beat Lee for the world title. Wow. What a setup. Well, Bronson Reed come out and destroyed Leon Ruff and pretty much called out Karrion Cross. So they're going to fight next week on NXT. It's going to be Karrion Cross taking on Bronson Reed. What did you think of this frog splash off the top rope by Bronson Reed? He squashed <laughs> Leon Ruff. I fucking love Bronson Reed, dude. It's like AC baby. I fucking love him. I love his body type. I love the fact that guys like that can move the way that they can. It's almost like Yokozuna, dude. I fucking love. It's almost like a. It's almost. It's like a dead thing. It's almost like managers. You don't get the earthquakes and the, the big fucking dudes anymore. And I fucking love that body type, especially when they can move in our athletics. Yep, and I mean he isn't. What's, what is it called? Thick Daddy or something? Or I'm thick. Thick, thick Daddy, baby. There you go. Well, up next, we had Santos Escobar making a statement at the expense of Drake Maverick. I'm loving this uh, new deal with uh, Phantasma as being Santana or Santa, uh, Santos Escobar. I think it's good. I think this is a good setup. And he, I mean, he can carry a promo, too. Yeah, he's. Dude, he's the future. He's really yeah. good. Um, I think they know that. I think that's exactly what they're setting up. This guy also is potentially um, NXT World Champion material, too. Like, I, there's just a lot going on with NXT. They got a lot of talent, and I think they're about to move some talent up. So you're going to lose your Adam Coles, your Velveteens, but I think you've got a lot coming in. Yeah, I agree on that as well. Well, up next was our main event of the night. It's for the Women's Tag Team Championship. It was Sasha and Bailey taking on Tegan Knox and your girl, Shotzi Blackheart, who, did you see what she said she would call herself if they'd have made her change her name in uh, WWE? No. Christina Fury, I think it was. And she oh, said good. she said the reason she'd call herself Christine was because of uh, the Stephen King movie, Christine, about the car, the haunted car. But <laughs> but Bailey and uh, Sasha do pick up the victory and retain the women's tag team championships. But uh, what's this up with Io Shirai and Bailey? Yeah, dude, I have no idea. I'm kind of confused on the whole thing. I think they're going to go with Shirai versus Bailey or Banks. It could be a show stealer on those two. One of them gets uh, Io Shirai. It's going to be a fun night. Yeah, it could be. Well, that's going to wrap us up for NXT overall. I thought NXT put on a good show. AEW put on a good show. What did you think of uh, Stroke Daddy making his debut? That means Ricky Starks in AEW last night or Wednesday night. I saw that. Yeah, good for him, man. I'm happy for him. Yeah, him and Cody put on a good match. And then also, did you see the debut of Abaddon? I did. I'm stoked for Abaddon. Man, she's coming out of Rocky Mountain Pro out of uh, out out there in Colorado, and I guess AEW discovered because she's been out there at Rocky Mountain Pro, which is where Vince Russo does some TV and stuff. And I've watched Rocky Mountain Pro; I like it. And the guy that owns Rocky Mountain Pro actually was working for TNA for a long time before he moved out to uh, Colorado to open up the Rocky Mountain Pro, and they're doing a good job. So if you get a chance, check them out there on Fight TV. I like watching them. they got some good guys out there like Curtis Cole and others. But uh, that's going to wrap us up on the uh, NXT deal and AEW talk. I just want to make sure you knew about the two uh, debuts. But Atabon, uh, Atabon is, man, that's some freaky stuff there. 
Yeah, I like it a lot. All right, well, we're going to move into something else I want to talk to you. Are, are you familiar with an independent wrestler by the name of David Starr? Not really. Boy, it hit him hard. I, I'm, I'm a fan. David Starr took on in what I considered probably one of the matches of the year last year, took on Mercedes Martinez. They had a 40-minute, I mean, just it was ball to the wall all the way from start to finish. Great match. Well, this guy now, you know, he's always been one of them social justice fighters. Well, I think it's bit him in the ass this time because now he is being accused. He is now being accused of non-consensual sexual abuse to an ex-girlfriend. Oh, shit. She came out on Twitter and all this and talking about it. And she says, you can book him. I don't care. But at the same time, and then this, this guy comes out, David Starr comes out and tells that, yeah, I was immature and all this and that and blah, 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 and I, I did this stuff. That's not a good look. No. And now <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you should have just kept your mouth shut. But, yeah, you did that shit. But now he is, uh, I think he's probably done with a lot of things because a lot of them have come out and said he would not be back. So, it, you know, watch how you're doing your social justice warrior stuff because it can bite you in the ass because everybody's got demons in their closet. Fuck yeah, everybody does. But uh, we got checking it out. I'm gonna go ahead and say this right now. We've got we've got a uh, SWA Championship Wrestling coming up July the 18th. It's gonna be in Petal, Mississippi. You can contact SWA Promotions. DCW Diamond Championship Wrestling's got a live show with fans in the building coming up June 27th. If you want to get tickets, they're only getting 50 away. Check out uh, Diamond Championship Wrestling on Facebook hit up Mr. Gene Miller and he'll tell you how to get your tickets. Also, we got Battle Zone Championship Wrestling coming up July the 11th. It's the Shane Park Memorial Show and they're going to be doing it in the parking lot at the Braxton Fire Department. Contact us at uh, Battle Zone Championship Wrestling on Facebook and we'll get you set up with tickets on that as well. Well, dude, uh, let's move into the tournament finals real quick. Yeah. Does Hulk Hogan just win it or what? Yeah, I mean he's he's won it, but let's just give a let's just give a argument here, and I'm gonna let you just tell us what Hulk Hogan means to wrestling, and then I want you to tell me what Stone Cold means to wrestling to you. Well, I mean my vote would have went to Hogan, um, strictly just because of the eras that I watched wrestling, and I was a fucking huge fan for both of them, like. I mean, let me start with Austin. I mean, Austin, at the time, I was right in that wheelhouse, baby. I was in seventh grade, <laughs> like, fucking 13. Bro, I was the audience for them at that point. Um, Austin was the shit. And Monday Night Raw was a staple, bro. You walked into school with your Austin 316 shirt, and you were hip shit. But uh, my memories of wrestling start with Hulk Hogan. I mean, I had, I was my very first memory, I don't know if it's the first one I watched, but my very first memory of a pay-per-view is actually um, SummerSlam 88 where he teamed up against um, Ted and Andre with Brutus, I want to say. The very first SummerSlam, I'm gonna, is the very first one. 
anyway, um, Hogan, man, I, Hogan was my guy. And then you know what? It honestly, it turned when around 1990, when I really was like a fan fan, I really became an Ultimate Warrior guy. But um, Hogan, Hogan is what it is, dude. I mean, there is no wrestling without Hogan. If you think about it, there would be no Austin without Hogan. There would be no Rock without Hogan. There would be no WWE without Hogan. Hogan is, Hogan is wrestling. People can try and act like this guy's fucked up and been racist, and maybe he has. Maybe he's fucking been crazy. But you know what? He's at the level of celebrity where that guy will never be forgotten. That's a Babe Ruth. Like, it, it's, that's that sort of legend. I think Stone Cold is a legend, but he's not that legend. Um, Hogan is your Babe Ruth. Hogan is your um, just ultimate of all time. And Ric Flair is one thing, too. But you ask 20 random people, who's Ric Flair? 12 might know. You ask them who Hogan is, all 20 know. That's how big of a person and a face and a name Hogan is. So Hogan, it, it's definitely deserved. Hogan is the ultimate wrestler of all time. I agree, and um, it would have been a clean sweep because I would have had Hogan, too, because Hogan was the first. He changed wrestling. He made wrestling what it was. He paved the way for people like Stone Cold to make it even better and make it cooler. So that's my opinion on it, and Hulk Hogan does win our legend. And Hogan, and you think about it, when Stone Cold was doing his thing, Hogan was cool as fuck and relevant, too, over in WCW. Yep, exactly. So let's let's not forget that. He wasn't done at that point. No, actually, he had reinvented himself and became more popular because he became a heel. Yeah, Hogan had totally changed the game and made WWE change their game again. Like, Hogan Hogan is the ultimate, ultimate wrestler of all time. Like, there's no debate. Hogan is the best of all time. And the thing with Hogan is when he went to WCW and he made the game like they, WWE had to step up right. But at the same time, Hogan was still higher up than Austin even at that point. Oh, yeah. Because he had reinvented sure. himself. And he'd made himself heal, which was something that we had not seen in the mainstream with Hogan at that time. I mean, I know he was heel yeah, in AEW. Yeah, too, but, but, yeah, but yeah, AEW. AWA, AWA, but uh, yeah, yeah, he, um, dude, Hogan, Hogan's. There's no comparison to anybody. Nobody, I don't think, can ever outshine Hogan, unless it's The Rock. But we'll see. If Rock becomes president, this whole thing is void, and yeah. I win the fifty dollars. Yeah, you do. All right, I'll, I'll give you that. If, if if The Rock becomes president, I'll give you fifty dollars. Well. I'm going to talk a little bit of uh, news before we start wrapping up here shortly, but I'm going to say this. Former NBA, or well, NBA Hall of Famer Dominic Wilkins offered to AEW that he would manage Ricky Starks. He threw that out there, Dominic Wilkins. Why? I don't know. But he threw it out okay. there. He said, I mean, he so basically... He, he wanted to him. He said... Uh, Caught the attention of uh, Dominic Wilkins. He contacted AEW president uh, Tony Khan and uh, totally needed to manage him. I mean, I don't know what uh, he just continued with <laughs> through as, uh, uh, to want to manage Ricky Starks. I guess he just wants to manage Ricky Starks. Must have a man crush on him or something. Okay. Well, that, I mean, all right. That's weird. Nah. Uh, 
Now I had I talked to Mike earlier today and I kind of busted a bubble on him and now I'm fixing to bust this bubble on you. Impact okay. Impact teased a former WWE superstar coming to Slammiversary. Yeah, I saw that. It's you, probably Sting, right? No. Okay. I mean, it is, it is Sting is coming, but it's not. They're not talking about that. I'm talking about another. Oh, okay. Who? Rusev. feel like this is not the right place for these guys to go i mean i know it's tv but i guess they're making money does impact have money like are they getting i don't know i don't know i don't know man i feel like they are owned by anthem sports so i guess they do have money now they must they're still on i don't i don't know man i just i don't damn i want more for rusev yes i do too and I, I think that he would get more in AEW, but I don't know. There's something that Impact's doing to get some of these guys, and we know that Heath Slater's coming. We're not sure on Gallows and Anderson yet, but it's, it's right now it's looking pretty bright for them to be there. And then Rusev's coming in. But if you remember, where was Drew McIntyre before he came back to WWE? No, Drew, where was Lashley? Where yeah. was MVP? Where was, I mean, but, yeah, but it was different. I don't know. Yeah, there wasn't no like, AEW then. Yeah, but, like, even now, what fucking channel is Impact on? Access TV. Access TV, totally. And Twitch. Oh, Okay, I, I don't know, dude. You're gonna get I you're gonna so. get seen by about two hundred thousand viewers. That, that's how. That's how as yeah, it, if, it, if every if, person that has access to Access TV, yeah. fucking tunes in, you'll get two hundred thousand. You'll maybe get fucking forty. Yeah, exactly. You're not gonna get. You probably the the ceiling there is two hundred and some thousand at the most. Probably. Yeah. That's, yeah, I, I feel like Impact's not the place anymore. Like, Impact is not anything. I, I mean, I don't know, it dude. would take a couple of years for them to even get relevant again, I believe. I feel like Rusev, I feel like AEW would pick up Rusev, if anything. Like, that's somebody you want to take. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I don't I don't know why they would do that, but uh, I guess we're going to start wrapping up. Hell, this is, Marcus, this is going to be the shortest wrestling world breakfast I think we've ever had. Look at us making a sprint. Yeah, we we're got making, shit to do. Yeah, we do, man. Uh, so we're getting out here early this morning, so we got plenty of time. But before we do get out here, you got any closing thoughts before we get out? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well, I'm fixing to go and uh, take care of some business. I did eat breakfast this morning, so I'm going to go do that. I made it myself. But, uh, yeah. I'm going to check it out. Uh, make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube, King of Wrestling Podcast. Hit that subscribe button, notification bell. Check us out on Facebook at King of Wrestling Podcast. Twitter's KOWP Show. And you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, TuneIn Radio, and Google Podcasts. Make sure you hit that five-star rating on uh, Apple Podcasts, and I appreciate it. Have a, I guess, have a good weekend, and we'll see you this coming Tuesday with Musa. Y'all have a good one. Aloha, hit me up. You are listening to Turner Podcast Network. <laughs>